pray about anything but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus, Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Thanks for joining us today. This is the Hour of Intercession. I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. We invite you to look with us in the Word of God in the Gospel of John, chapter 15, beginning at verse 1. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered. And they gather them and throw them into the fire and they are burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. By this, my father is glorified that you bear much fruit, so you will be my disciples. As the Father loved me, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be full. This is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, than to lay down one's life for his friends. You are my friends if you do whatever I command you. No longer do I call you servants, for a servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends. For all things that I heard from my Father I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain, that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give you. These things I command you, that you love one another. If the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love its own. Yet because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world. Therefore the world hates you. Remember the word that I said to you, a servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they kept my word, they will keep yours also. But all these things they will do to you for my name's sake, because they do not know him who sent me. If I had not come and spoken to them, they would have no sin. But now they have no excuse for their sin. He who hates me hates my father also. If I had not done among them the works which no one else did, they would have no sin. But now they have seen and also hated both me and my father. But this happened that the word might be fulfilled which is written in their law. They hated me without a cause. But when the helper comes, whom I shall send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth, 
who proceeds from the Father. He will testify of me, and you also will bear witness, because you have been with me from the beginning. Verses 1 through 26, John chapter 15. Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you for the opportunity for us to abide in you as we spend time with you daily in prayer and in your word. Thank you for the privilege of being able to abide in you, to walk with you each and every day, to move in the power of your, the power of the wisdom and grace of your Holy Spirit, and to be vessels through which your Spirit can reach to accomplish your work and your will in the world. Lord, anoint us afresh today with the spirit of evangelism. Anoint us afresh with the spirit of discipleship. Anoint us afresh with the spirit of obedience and anoint us afresh to the spirit with the spirit that encourages us to fill our hearts, our minds, our lives with your word. Thank you for the opportunity to do that each and every day. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Rick Robertson, our producer, is going to lead us in a word of prayer at this time. Our God in heaven, we're thankful that we have your listening ear today, that your eye is on us and your ear hears our prayers. And not only that, Father, but you respond. We've seen it as we look into your word, how you respond to your children crying out to you. We see it in our own lives, Father, as we look back and see how faithful you've been to answer our prayers. You're such a good God. We bring our listening family to you with all their needs today. And we ask that you just uh, work in their lives in a mighty way. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Rick. And thank you again for being a part of our listening family. I want to mention a special prayer request we'd like to make for our listeners. This week, my wife, Bertie, and I will be traveling to Ohio to pick up our mobile medical unit to drive it back to the state of Mississippi for uh, the ministry, the Pregnancy Care and Hope Center. We're excited about this. God has blessed us with the unit, and he's blessed us to purchase it, and it is now debt-free, and God did that. God provided all the funds for that, so we praise and thank God for that. Father, thank you, Lord for how that you've blessed us with the unit, and thank you for the trip that Bertie and I will make this week to go and pick it up and drive it back to Mississippi. Thank you for your hand of grace upon us as we do so. Father, anoint every moment of our trip with a mighty, 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 mighty anointing, Lord. Use even the sight of the unit to point people to Jesus Christ. Let your anointing rest upon it, and just let your spirit do a mighty work throughout every moment of our trip in Jesus' name. And Lord, uh, move upon many of our listeners to pray much for Bertie and I as we travel to pray for the unit and to pray for the ministry of the Pregnancy Care and Hope Center as it begins a new era of ministry in ministering in the Mississippi Delta. Lord, anoint the ministry of the Pregnancy Care and Hope Center with a fresh anointing for such a time as this and accomplish your will and more and more raise up many intercessors that will travel with us not only in our trip back to Mississippi, but in our our trip and our journey of moving forward in ministry, carrying out the work you've called us to, we commit it into your hands. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thanks again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. And just a reminder to all of our listeners, I want to keep you uh, mindful of the fact that praying Psalm 91 every single day is much more important than I think I can even begin to emphasize You know, we live in a crazy, dangerous world, and no one can protect us like the Lord can. And so I may often ask people, are you praying Psalm 91 every day? And often I get a response such as, well, I pray it every few days. 
Well, that's sort of like a soldier saying, I take my weapon out on the battlefield every few days rather than every day. Well, why not pray it every day? Because remember, the battle is every day. We walk onto the battlefield of life every single day. And again, it's a dangerous, perilous world we live in. Why not put a unique weapon God has given us to work in our lives every single day wisely uh, in order to use to receive the benefits that come from using it? And to parents, grandparents, I would challenge you to figure out a way to motivate and encourage your children to memorize Psalm 91 and encourage them to pray it every single day as well, because not only will God use it possibly one day, one day to save their lives, God may use them to help save the lives of young people in their school, in their group, wherever they may find themselves. Because remember, no one can protect us like the Lord can, and the danger is on the battlefield of life every single day. Father, thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you for the opportunity for us to use a wonderful weapon like Psalm 91 for your divine divine hand of protection. Thank you for all of our listeners. Thank you for the body of Christ. And thank you for um, us both as the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for us as a nation. Father, specifically, we pray the Ten Commandments for us as the church and as a nation. Lord, help us as the church and as a nation to put you first. Help us to make no graven images. Help us, Lord, to not take your name in vain. Help us, Lord, to remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Help us, Lord, to honor our fathers and our mothers. Help us to not murder. Help us to not commit adultery. Help us to not steal. Help us to tell the truth. Help us to not covet in Jesus' name. And Father, for all those that are part of our listening family as well, we thank you and I praise you for us all. Father, today we dwell in the secret place of the Most High, and so we abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Today I say to the Lord, you are our refuge and our fortress. Our God, in you do we trust. Surely you deliver us from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. You cover us with your feathers and under your wings do we trust. Your truth is our shield and buckler. And so we are not afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flies by day, nor for the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor for the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at our side and ten thousand at our right hand, but it shall not come near us. Only with our eyes shall we look and see the reward of the wicked, because we have made the Lord our refuge, even the most high our habitation. No evil will befall us, nor does any plague come near our dwelling. For you give your angels charge over us to keep us in all our ways. They bear us up in their hands, lest we dash a foot against the stone. We tread upon the lion and the cobra, the young lion and the serpent. We trample underfoot. Because we have set our love upon you, therefore you deliver us. You set us on high because we have known your name. We call upon you and you answer us. You are with us in trouble. You deliver us and honor us with long life. You satisfy us and show us your salvation. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Amen. And just a reminder to you, if you'd like to get a copy of the Psalm 91 prayer, we're glad. In fact, we're more than glad to share them because our encouragement is that every single listener will have a copy and will pray it daily, pray it daily for yourself and for your family. And again, parents and grandparents and others that work with youth, I want to challenge and encourage you, help your children memorize the prayer and to pray it daily because the Holy Spirit may very well one day use it, well, often, many times use it to help bless them, protect them, possibly to save their lives one day in the crazy, perilous world we're living in today. 
hope that you will take time to do that. If you want to email us to get a copy of the Psalm 91 prayer, again, my name, uh, my email, joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. Or, of course, uh, we prayed the Ten Commandments as well. If you want to get the Kingdom Prayers prayer tool, we're glad to share that. That has Psalm 91 on it. It has the Ten Commandments prayer and about eight other Bible-based prayers as well. So our encouragement is that you would take the time to pray that every single day. And and keep in mind, the fact is prayer, you know, prayer is never wasted motion. It's accomplishing the work and the will of the Lord each and every day. And so much good is done when God's people pray and take it upon themselves to pray each and every day. So our encouragement to you is, again, email us, ask us for the Psalm 91 prayer, ask us for the Kingdom Prayers prayer tool, which contains the Ten Commandments and several others as well, or any of the other evangelism and discipleship tools that, you, that you'd like to ask us for. Again, we're glad to share them. We encourage you, encourage you to email us to get them because that's what they're, they're for. They're tools to help share the gospel, tools to help you be a disciple, to help you disciple your family, and tools to help share with others that you might know. We're encouraging you to forward them to fellow church members and friends you know, family, relatives, and obviously even share, clearly sharing them with unsaved people as well because a number of the evangelism tools are wonderful tools to help you do evangelism online. And, of course, certainly we'd encourage you to uh, copy them, make hard copies so that you can Give them out as the Lord leads as well, but that's what they're for. Father, thank you for the privilege and the honor of being able to share discipleship and prayer tools such as these to help believers to be involved in the work. You've called us all to the work of carrying out the Great Commission. You've called us as your church to go into all the world and make disciples. Help us to be faithfully about that work each and every day. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession. We'll be right back.
music of Planet Shaker's only way, reminding us that Jesus Christ is the only way to eternal life and eternal salvation. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession. And today we continue reading through the Word of God. And let me just mention on the last broadcast we did, enter into the book of Numbers. But just want to share just a few uh, summary insights about the book of Numbers uniquely. One one of the many messages of the book of Numbers is that it's it's a universal book with timeless truths that help us in many ways. It's a reminder to us as believers about the spiritual warfare that we, you and I engage in every single day. And Numbers is a book about uh, the Israelites serving God and walking with God. And the book of Numbers essentially, you might say, bridges the gap between the Israelites receiving the law, which of course basically is the books of Exodus and Leviticus, and also it's about preparing them to enter the promised land, which is largely uh, what Deuteronomy and the book of Joshua are, are about. I want to share with you three key verses before we get into the reading through the Word of God and re-pick up in Numbers 1. Numbers chapter 6, verses 24 and 26 is a wonderful prayer that God gave us through for Aaron to pray over the people, but a wonderful prayer for you and I to pray as well. Number 6, 24 to 26, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Again, that's Numbers chapter 6, verses 24 to 26. And I'm going to take a moment to pray it over all of you, our listeners, and all of us. Lord, bless all of these, our listeners, and keep us. Keep them and us. Lord, make your face to shine upon all of them and all of us and be gracious to them and to us as well. Lord, turn your face upon them and give them peace. Turn your face upon all of us and give us peace. In Jesus' name, amen. Then Numbers chapter 12, verses 6 through 8, they also share a very unique insight into and about uh, insight from the book of Numbers, number six, Numbers chapter 12, verses six to eight. When a prophet of the Lord is among you, I reveal myself to him in visions. I speak to him in dreams, but this is not true of my servant Moses. He is faithful in all my house. With him, I speak face to face, clearly and not in riddles. He sees the form of the Lord. Why then were you not afraid to speak? against my servant Moses. And then finally, Numbers chapter 14, verses 30 to 34. Not one of you will enter the land, I swore, with uplifted hand to make your home, except Caleb, son of Jephunneh, and Joshua, son of Nun. As for your children that you said would be taken as plunder, I will bring them in to enjoy the land you have rejected. But you, your bodies will fall in the desert. Your children will be shepherds here for 40 years, suffering for your unfaithfulness until the last of your body lies in the desert. For 40 years, one year for each of the 40 days you explored the land, you will suffer for your sins and know what it is like to have me against you. Again, Numbers 14, 30 to 34. And again, those are three key passages that share much about the message and messages of the book of Numbers. Picking up now, once again, Numbers chapter 1. Now the Lord spoke to Moses in the wilderness of Sinai, in the tabernacle of meeting, on the first day of the second month, 
in the second year after they had come out of the land of Egypt, saying, Take a census of all the congregation of the children of Israel by their families, by their fathers' houses, according to the number of names, every male individually from 20 years old and above, all who are able to go to war in Israel. You and Aaron shall number them by their armies, and with you there shall be a man from every tribe, each one the head of his father's house. These are the names of the men who shall stand with you, from Reuben, Eliezer, the son of Shadur, from Simeon, Shalumiel, the son of Zurish Shaddai, from Judah, Nashan, the son of Amminadab, from Issachar, Nathanael, the son of Zuar, from Zebulun, Eliab, the son of Helon, from the sons of Joseph, from Ephraim, Elishama, the son of Amihud, from Manasseh, Gam- Gamaliel, the son of Pedahuzar, from Benjamin, Abidan, the son of Gideonai, from Dan, Ahazer, the son of Amishadai, from Asher, Pagiel, the son of Okran, from Gad, Eliasaph, the son of Duel, from Naphtali, Ahira, the son of Enan. These were chosen from the congregation, leaders of their fathers' tribes, heads of the division in Israel. Then Moses and Aaron took these men who had been mentioned by name, and they assembled all the congregation together on the first day of the second month. And they recited their ancestry by families, by their fathers' houses, according to the number of names, from twenty years old and above, each one individually. As the Lord commanded Moses, so he numbered them in the wilderness of Sinai. Now the children of Reuben, Israel's oldest son, their genealogies by their families, by their father's house, according to the number of names, every male individually, from twenty years old and above, all who were able to go to war. Those who were numbered of the tribe of Reuben were 46,500. From the children of Simeon, their genealogies by their families, by their father's house, of those who were numbered according to the number of names, every male individually, from 20 years old and above, all who were able to go to war, those who were numbered of the tribes of Simeon were 59,300. From the children of Gad, their genealogies by their families, by their father's house, according to the number of names, from 20 years old and above, all who were able to go to war. Those who were numbered of the tribe of Gad were 45,650. From the children of Judah, their genealogies by their families, by their father's house, according to the number of names, from 20 years old and above, all who were able to go to war. Those who were numbered of the tribe of Judah were 74,600. From the children of Issachar, their genealogies by their families, by their father's house, according to the number of names, from 20 years old and above, 
all who were able to go to war. Those who were numbered of the tribe of Issachar were 54,400. From the children of Zebulun, their genealogies by their families, by their father's house, according to the number of names from 20 years old and above, all who were able to go to war. Those who were numbered of the tribe of Zebulun were 57,400. From the sons of Joseph, the children of Ephraim, their genealogies by their families, by their father's house, according to the number of names, from 20 years old and above, all who were able to go to war. Those who were numbered of the tribe of Ephraim were 40,500. From the children of Manasseh, their genealogies by their families, by their father's house, according to the number of names, from 20 years old and above, all who were able to go to war. Those who were numbered of the tribe of Manasseh were 32,200. From the children of Benjamin, their genealogies by their families, by their father's house, according to the number of names, from 20 years old and above, who were able to go to war. Those who were numbered of the tribe of Benjamin were 35,400. From the children of Dan, their genealogies by their families, by their father's house, according to the, according to the number of names, from 20 years old and above, all who were able to go to war. Those who were numbered of the tribe of Dan were 62,700. From the children of Asher, their genealogies by their families, by their father's house, according to the number of names from 20 years old and above, who were able to go to war. Those who were numbered of the tribe of Asher were 41,500. From the children of Naphtali, their, their genealogies by their families, by their father's house, according to the number of names, from 20 years old and above, all who were able to go to war, those who were numbered of the tribe of Naphtali, were 53,400. These are the ones who were numbered, whom Moses and Aaron numbered, with the leaders of Israel, 12 men, each one representing his father's house. So all who were numbered of the children of Israel by their father's houses from 20 years old and above, all who were able to go to war in Israel, all who were numbered were 603,550. But the Levites were not numbered among them by their father's tribe. For the Lord had spoken to Moses, saying, Only the tribe of Levi you shall not number, nor take a census of them among the children of Israel. But you shall appoint the Levites over the tabernacle of the testimony, over all its furnishings, and over all things that belong to it. They shall carry the tabernacle and all its furnishings. They shall attend to it and camp around the tabernacle. And when the tabernacle is to go forward, the Levites shall take it down, and when the tabernacle is to be set up, the Levites shall set it up. The outsider who comes near shall be put to death. The children of Israel shall pitch their tents, everyone by his own camp, everyone by his own standard, 
according to their family, according to their armies. But the Levites shall, but the Levites shall camp around the tabernacle of the testimony, that there may be no wrath on the congregation of the children of Israel. And the Levites shall keep charge of the tabernacle of the testimony. Thus the children of Israel did, according to all that the Lord commanded Moses, so they did. Numbers chapter 2 And the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, Everyone of the children of Israel shall camp by his own standard beside the emblems of his father's house. They shall camp some distance from the tabernacle of meeting. On the east side, toward the rising of the sun, those of the standard of the forces with Judah shall camp according to their armies. And Nashon, the son of Amenadab, shall be the leader of the children of Judah. And his army was numbered at 74,600. Those who camp next to him shall be the tribe of Issachar. And Nethanel, the son of Zuar, shall be the leader of the children of Issachar. And his army was numbered at 54,400. Then comes the tribe of Zebulun, and Eliab the son of Helon shall be the leader of the children of Zebulun. And his army was numbered at 57,400. All who were numbered according to their armies of the forces with Judah, 186,400. These shall break camp first. On the south side, shall be the standard of the forces with Reuben. Verses 1 through 9, Numbers chapter 2. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession. We'll be right back. Group 
the song simply entitled The Prayer. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession. We continue now reading the New Testament in the book of the Gospel of Luke, chapter 3. As we continue reading through the Word of God, chapter 3, beginning at verse 1. Now in the 15th, now in the 15th year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar, Pontius Pilate being governor of Judea, Herod being Tetrarch of Galilee, his brother Philip Tetrarch of Iturea, in the region of Trachonitis, and Lysanias Tetrarch of Abilene, while Annas and Caiaphas were high priests, the word of God came to John the son of Zacharias in the wilderness, and he went into all the region around the Jordan, preaching a baptism of repentance for the remission of sins, as it is written in the book of the words of Isaiah the prophet, saying, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. Every valley shall be filled, and every mountain and hill brought low. The crooked places shall be made straight, and the rough ways smooth and all flesh shall see the salvation of God. Then he said to the multitudes that came out to be baptized by him, Brood of vipers, who warned you to, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come. Therefore bear fruits worthy of repentance, and do not begin to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. For I say to you that God is able to raise up children to Abraham from these stones. And even now the axe is laid to the root of the trees. Therefore every tree which does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. So the people asked him, saying, What shall we do then? He answered and said to them, He who has two tunics, let him give to him who has none. And he who has food, let him do likewise. Then tax collectors also came to be baptized and said to him, Teacher, what shall we do? And he said to them, Collect no more than what is appointed for you. Likewise the soldiers asked him, saying, And what shall we do? So he said to them, Do not, do not intimidate anyone or accuse falsely, and be content with your wages. Now as the people were in expectation, and all reasoned in their hearts about John, whether he was the Christ or not. John answered, saying to all, I indeed baptize you with water, but one mightier than I is coming, whose sandal strap I am not worthy to loose. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly clean out his threshing floor and gather the wheat into his barn, but the chafe he will burn with unquenchable fire. And with many other exhortations he preached to the people. But Herod the Tetrarch, being rebuked by him concerning Herodias, his brother Philip's wife, and for all the evils which Herod had done, also added this, above all, that he shut John up in prison. When all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also was baptized. And while he prayed, the heaven was opened, and the Holy Spirit descended in bodily form like a dove upon him. And a voice came from heaven which said, You are my beloved Son, in you I am well pleased. 
Now Jesus himself began, excuse me, now Jesus himself began his ministry at about 30 years of age, being as was supposed the son of Joseph, the son of Heli, the son of Mathat, the son of Levi, the son of Melchi, the son of Jana, the son of Joseph, the son of Mattathiah, the son of Amos, the son of Nahum, the son of Esli, the son of Nagai, the son of Maath, the son of Mattathiah, the son of Simei, the son of Joseph, the son of Judah, the son of Joannes, the son of Resa, the son of Zerubbabel, the son of Shealtiel, the son of Neri, the son of Melchi, the son of Adai, the son of Kosum, the son of Elmodan, the son of Ur, the son of Josi, the son of Eliezer, the son of Jorim, the son of Mathat, the son of Levi, the son of Simeon, the son of Judah, the son of Joseph, the son of Jonan, the son of Eliakim, the son of Meliah, the son of Manan, the son of Matathal, the son of Nathan, the son of David, the son of Jesse, the son of Obed, the son of Boaz, the son of Salmon, the son of Nashon, the son of Amminadab, the son of Ram, the son of Hezron, the son of Perez, the son of Judah, the son of Jacob, the son of Isaac, the son of Abraham, the son of Terah, the son of Nahor, the son of Serug, the son of Reu, the son of Peleg, the son of Eber, the son of Shelah, the son of Canaan, the son of Arphaxad, the son of Shem, the son of Noah, the son of Lamech, the son of Methuselah, the son of Enoch, the son of Jared, the son of Mahalalel, the son of Canaan, the son of Enosh, the son of Seth, the son of Adam, the son of God. The Gospel of Luke chapter 4, beginning at verse 1. Then Jesus, being filled with the Holy Spirit, returned from Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, being tempted for forty days by the devil. And in those days he ate nothing, and afterward, when he had and afterward, when they had ended, he was hungry. And the devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, command this stone to become bread. But Jesus answered him, saying, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. Then the devil, taking, up, taking him up on a high mountain, showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said to him, All this authority I will give you and their glory, for this has been delivered to me, and I give it to whomever I wish. Therefore, if you will worship before me, all will be yours. And Jesus answered and said to him, Get behind me, Satan, for it is written, 
You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only you shall serve. Then he brought him to Jerusalem, set him on the pinnacle of the temple, and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge over you, to keep you, and in their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. And Jesus answered and said to him, It has been said, You shall not tempt the Lord your God. Now when the devil had ended every temptation, he departed from him until an opportune time. Then Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit to Galilee, and news of him went out through all the surrounding region. And he taught in their synagogues, being glorified by all. So he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. And he was handed the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it is written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Then he closed the book and gave it back to the attendant and sat down. And the eyes of all who were in the synagogue, were fixed on him. And he began to say to them, Today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. So all bore witness to him and marveled at the gracious words which proceeded out of his mouth. And they said, Is this not Joseph's son? He said to them, You will surely say this proverb to me, Physician, heal yourself. Whatever we have heard done in Capernaum, do also here in your country. Then he said, Assuredly, I say to you, no prophet is accepted in his own country. But I tell you truly, many widows were in Israel in the days of Elijah, when the heaven was shut up three years and six months. And there was a great famine throughout all the land. But to none of them was Elijah sent except to Zarephath in the region of Sidon to a woman who was a widow. And many lepers were in Israel in the time of Elisha the prophet. And none of them was cleansed except Naaman the Syrian. So all those in the synagogue, when they heard these things, were filled with wrath and rose up and thrust him out of the city. And they led him to the brow of the hill on which their city was built, that they might throw him down over the cliff. Then passing through the midst of them, he went his way. Then he went down to Capernaum, a city of Galilee, and was teaching them on the Sabbaths. Verses 1 through 31, Luke chapter 4. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession as we... We've been reading through the Word of God, and as we normally do before we end the broadcast, if you're listening today, 
and you've never made the step of asking Jesus Christ to come into your heart as Lord and Savior, today is a great day, a wonderful day to invite Christ into your life to become your Lord and Savior. If you'd like to make that step, if you want to be saved today, would you simply pray this prayer and commit your heart and life to the Lord even now? Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me so, so very much that you came to this world a long time ago. You lived. You died on the cross to pay for all the wrongs and the sins that I've done. Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord, I confess I've sinned and done wrong in many, many ways. Lord, I repent. I turn from all the wrong things I've done. Forgive me, Lord, for all the wrong things I've done. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. In the Bible, you told us, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Lord, I'm calling on your name. Lord, save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Help me to live my whole life following you. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you prayed the prayer, we're very much wanting to be in touch with you. My email is joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. We'd like to share with you, email to you some materials, some resources that are going to help you to begin to grow and grow strong in your new walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. Prayer tools, discipleship tools, we're, we're glad to share them with you. Again, my email, joseph at afr.net. Hope you'll, we do hope to hear from you. Thanks for listening. As we've been reading through the Word of God, our ongoing encouragement to you is that if you don't already have the habit of reading three chapters in your Bible every day, hope you'll start that habit today. And parents, please start the habit of having each of your children to read three chapters out loud to you daily a habit that will greatly bless your children, your family, and your home. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for the Hour of Intercession. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast do not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.